Hi, beautiful souls. Welcome to Humanity Feels. I'm your host, Yasmin Elsmore. This is a space where healing and conscious conversations happen. Join me on this journey as we dive into spirituality, relationships, and all the things that make us human. You'll also hear personal stories and practical advice from some of the best coaches, lightworkers, and spiritual entrepreneurs in the game. Let's heal, break patterns, shift paradigms, and rise together. Hello, my loves. Welcome to another episode of Humanity Feels. This week's episode is going to be fire. I'm so excited, you guys. It's going to be all about how to deal with anxiety in the age of social media. I know we all need that. Um, And we have guest Michael Becker on this week. He is the creator of New Earth Knowledge which is a spiritual awakening education platform on Instagram. His page is one of the most engaged with communities in the conscious space. And he also happens to be an independent Kangen water distributor, modern spiritual counselor, certified life purpose coach, podcaster, blogger, and esoteric scientist. So he's obviously a jack of all trades and does it all. (laughs) Um, I'm really excited, you guys. Just get ready to uh, get all the wisdom, all the knowledge, all the information, and enjoy the episode. Hey, Michael. Hey, Yasmin. Hey, what's going on? Thank you for being on. Oh, absolutely. Super excited to connect. We've been in touch now for, what, a couple of months, so super grateful to to be yes. here. Yes. yes, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, I I love your content on Instagram, and... Even the live that you did the other day, I resonated so much with that. And I was like, yes, I can't wait <laughs> to get Michael's knowledge on here because uh, your perspective is so, so helpful and so amazing. So, yeah, I'm just I'm so excited to dive into um, today's topic that, we're you know, we're going to dive into anxiety in the age of social media and the age of information. I think we can all agree <laughs> that, you know, anxiety is a big thing nowadays, especially with social media. So. Yeah, I'm super excited to dive into that. And I know we've both posted podcast episodes, in fact, uh, on this topic. So I think it's it's an important one um, yeah. To, yeah. to address for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. This is a big one. So before we dive into that, why don't you just share a little bit about yourself and your story and how you got here and all that good stuff? Sure. So I think like many... Um, you know, my experience has been incredibly unique, but I also think that um, a lot of people would be able to relate to, to the fact that, you know, I kind of grew up just in the, the normal way, if you will, um, mm-hmm. kind of doing yeah. the thing, mm-hmm. as I call it, um, that, that guys do growing up. You know, I played baseball in high school. I, I went to college, um, right. you know, got, got a degree and, and went into marketing from there. Um, but it really wasn't until 2018 in conjunction with my own spiritual awakening that my perspective on life really started to shift. And I started to, to really awaken, um, not just to the nature of reality, but to, to who I was and and why I am here. Um, So with that, and I know you can relate, you know, Mm -hmm. comes kind of a heightened sense of your own awareness and, and, you know, you and I, growing up in this age of social media, there, there really is no precedent for how to do that. And especially in, in the awakening space, yeah. Um, yeah. when you're, lo- you're looking for, for knowledge and you're looking for mm-hmm. like-minded souls through that process. And 
um, you know, so, so as my life and my awakening started to evolve, you know, I'm, I'm learning, I'm just absorbing material. And, and meanwhile, I noticed my, my own depression also right. began to ramp up, yep. um, which mm-hmm. I didn't expect. Like I didn't ask for that. It, it just, it sort of happened. Right. Um, Part of that process. Par- <laughs> yeah. It's paradoxical, isn't it? It's like yeah. the more we awaken, it seems like the more we're prone to anxiety, which is, mm-hmm. is another interesting thing. Um, right. Yeah, no, totally. I love that you put it that way because it is paradoxical. Um, you know, yeah. the more light we hold, the more light we're, we're aware of, like, of course, the polarity is the darkness. And, you know, we do have to, we do have to face that when we awaken. Um, mm-hmm. And awakening is such a gift, you know, so it's a good thing. It's amazing that we get to awaken on this planet. But with it comes its challenges, just like yeah. everything else in life, you know, so I love that you said that. For sure, for sure. Wow, wow, amazing, amazing, Michael. Yeah, the your spiritual awakening process obviously has led you to, um, you know, to this place where uh, your your Instagram page, your community that you've created, New Earth Knowledge. Uh, I love that page. <laughs> you know, I've learned so much from that Instagram page, and I'm just always saving the posts. And I'm like, yes to this, <laughs> yes to this. <laughs> I need to come back to this. Um, so yeah, how do you how do you how did you feel about? Um, kind of like coming out of the spiritual closet yes that's such a good way to put it yeah because that's everybody yeah I mean that's that's like the most scary part for Mm -hmm. for pretty much everybody it's like how do I how do I show up to friends and family and even to myself when my my relationship to everything has basically now been shifted um and my reality was completely turned 180 degrees and um I just got to this point, Yasmin, when, you know, it was a couple months after kind of that initial, initial overflooding of awareness where I was yeah. like, I feel like I'm here to do something about this. Right. Or I want to create something that is reflective of my own journey. What does that look like for me? Right. And being right. a marketer, being a content creator, I just sort of, uh, I, I still remember the day I had the download and it was like, create your own page, create your own content. Don't create one of those repost pages. There's enough of those. Right. And that that really kind of spurred um, my, yeah. I guess, coming out of the spiritual closet, as you wow. call it. And Amazing. I just kind of relinquished the need to control or to care at that point, kind of uh, what old paradigms people may or may not have had uh, in place about me. Totally. Totally. Yeah. And, and I agree. I think you get to that place where you're kind of just like, this is who I am. And these yeah. are the layers that I'm peeling back of like myself and, and what I'm here to do and my, my actual soul's purpose. And right. when you feel that confidence, it's almost like nothing really matters. And you know, for like deep down, you know, for a fact that if I'm like true to myself and my soul's mission, then the people that are right are going to gravitate towards me. And I'm going to find my soul tribe. So there's a sense of, you know, confidence in that. I think at the time, though, I didn't know that. I didn't know that I was going to lose people. You know, I didn't know that Mm -hmm. I would be leveling up in that way and and seeing people, friends, even family kind of not necessarily turn their backs, but just accept my reality. And I wasn't really prepared for that. There's how do you prepare for that? Exactly. You You can't. Yeah, totally. You can't. And it's painful when that does happen. It's because mm-hmm. you're grieving a part. First of all, you're grieving a part of yourself mm-hmm. and you're leaving that behind. And then on top of that, you're grieving 
the friendships, the people, the situations, the opportunities, the jobs, whatever was in your reality at that moment. Um, you're letting go of that and you're transforming your reality. So that is what, you know, brings about the depression, the anxiety. It's letting yeah. go of that part of you that is is no longer, you know, with you anymore. And yeah. that's that's a lot. That is a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot and you don't know at the same time. Yeah. You don't know what to expect. You don't no. know what others are thinking of you. Um, not everybody's going to like you. You're going to lose yep. followers. Yep. You're going to gain followers, you know, yep. but it's all part of the experience. Totally. Totally. Yeah. And I think you just have to surrender to that, which I know right. <laughs> surrendering is such an easy thing to say and doing it is a completely different story, but it really is about trusting your process, trusting your journey, trusting the path that you're on when, when you're in the awakening process and just knowing that you'll, you're, you're guided, you know, you're supported and you'll mm -hmm. get to wherever you need to be. Um, you just got to be true to yourself. Right. And ultimately that's, you know, that's the goal as, as challenging as it may be, but that's ultimately the goal. So, yeah, I love that you, that you shared that, um, you know, what, like, I know you, you shared that you, you had, um, let some people go in your life at that time period. How did that feel afterwards? Like, did you feel yourself grieving for a long time after? Mm. I love what you just said about being true to yourself. That's my, yeah. that's my mantra for, for this year. I have it tattooed on my wrist. Mm, love that. So love that. I think yeah. as I, as I did that, um, you know, I don't know if I would use the word grieving. I think it was just, it almost just felt like an evolution. Like I was okay. almost moving on to a new Got chapter. It. Got it. And you know, like you said, just surrendering the old version of me, like that guy, he died back in 2018. Yep. And, and I'm okay with that. You know, some people may not, may not enjoy going through uh, shedding those layers and stepping into a, a completely new, new mm -hmm. version of self. Um, but for me, it, it didn't feel like grieving. It just felt like stepping into a, a new chapter where I was hopefully becoming more aligned with who I really am. Beautiful. Yes. Beautiful. I love that. I yeah. love that so much. Yeah. And I, and I completely relate to that as well. Um, you know, and I think I told you that I was, I'm going through my awakening now. Um, and I, I had one years ago. It, it was honestly a mini one compared to this one, but, but it's still <laughs> shedding layers regardless, you know, and at the time you don't, you don't realize that yet. Like whatever the ego likes to compare of like, Oh, this one's yes. worse. That one's more painful, whatever. They're both yes. pretty painful. <laughs> yes. But you know what I mean? It's just like, it is, you're, you are shedding layers. And I think that a part of me loves doing that. I, I also relate to what you said about just being in that space of transformation and being accepting of these layers that I need to shed so I can get closer to who I am and what my purpose is. Um, and with that, of course, comes a lot of fear, comes a lot of like resistance and most of that, if not all of it comes from the ego, you know, and, and like, that fear of us leaving that place that we were so comfortable in for so long. Okay. Um, so yeah, I just, you know, I just wanted to add that because I completely relate and I, I agree with what you're saying. Um, and I've been there myself. Well, it requires sacrifice too. And if you're not willing to sacrifice, you know, totally. that old version of you, it's going it, to, the, the friction is going to feel a lot more stiff. Yeah. Um, yeah. And if you want to cling to the comfort zone, it's going to feel a lot more difficult. Mm -hmm. But you, you literally have to force yourself to become addicted to this process of 
um, yeah. solitude versus other of going within as opposed to without. And there is, I think, stress and anxiety that's just inherent in making that mind shift too. Of course. Yeah. 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 For sure. Yeah. Yes. No, I love that you, that you phrased it that way too. You're so right. There is, there is a lot of that that comes with it, of course. And, you know, switching onto the idea of like social media and yes. all this information that we get bombarded with mm-hmm. <laughs> on a daily basis. Um, you know, what's your opinion on that? What's your, what's your opinion on the, the connection that uh, exists within anxiety and social media? You know, we live in an age of information overload, of right. content overload, right. um, of distraction for sure. And I want oh. to talk more more about that yeah. too, because I think distraction is like the number one component of social media anxiety. It just, it's so distracting it is. to yes. go down those rabbit holes and, and to even be scrolling and, and completely forget like what you were thinking about two minutes ago because you're so immersed in what everyone else is doing. Oh my God. Yes. Yes. And that literally comes from the fear of going within. For sure. For sure. But you know, I, and I posted about this too a couple weeks ago. Right. I don't think people realize even in the awakening space, just how, how um, eloquently the Instagram algorithm is like designed to cater mm. to, to your specific behavior when you're mm-hmm. on the app. And like, it knows you better than you know yourself. Like it knows yeah. exactly what to give you. It knows what to put in browse or search, whatever that section is. Yeah. Um, totally. Like, it's just crazy how it works. Yeah. The explore feed, man, like that, yeah. <laughs> that explore feed is literally what you search for, what you're constantly looking at. And you're right. It does. It's, it's an addiction. It yeah. really is. And I, we're, it's, we're so conditioned to run on autopilot that we're not even aware of what we're looking up or when we're looking at our phones like i for one definitely can go down the rabbit hole if i'm not careful you know and i really have to time myself i really have to tell myself okay i'm gonna be on social just for 10 minutes and that's it (laughs) and then i'm gonna get off do what i gotta do post my stories post whatever you know spread information whatever it is that i have to do set the boundary and then step step back because if i don't then I do find myself in this place of like anxiety, fear, comparison, you know, oh, that person's doing this. I should be doing that, you know, and, and, and that fuels that, that, that competition that we, sh- we, you know, at the end of the day, it's like, there's no point in competing with another person because mm. we all have our own path, you know, but mm. like in that moment, that's not what the ego's telling us. <laughs> I had a client just last week and she was she was literally releasing and purging and crying um so so much like on our call and sharing with me just how much social media was contributing to her own like her her own self-doubt and um, comparison to to other girls out there and and she was very vocal about it and she's so aware of it and she's she's like she's younger than 20 I'll just I'll leave it there wow this just goes to show too, it spans generations. Like Gen Z, yeah, they, they're growing up with Snapchat the way that we grew up with, I don't know, AOL or Facebook. Totally, totally, yeah, because we grew up with those, yeah. for sure. For sure, yeah, and like these, these younger kids, they, they literally are exposed to social media at such a young age. Right. And they don't know how to set boundaries around that, you know, like it's really the parents that have to give them those boundaries and let them know but, and teach them. <laughs> But the kids themselves, they can be on those iPads all day. You know, like I have a four-year-old niece 
and she brings her iPad and she stays there and looks at the iPad all day. Like I have to kind of snatch it out of her and be like, no, let's go play and do something. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Let's do let's ground, let's color, you know, and like, she's gotten better at it now. Um, But yeah, it's, it's like crazy to see that because we didn't grow up with that. We, we didn't grow up with our phones. We didn't grow up with any of that stuff. We grew up playing with our friends, going out to the, to the playground, to the park. You know, that's all I did growing up as a kid is going to the park with friends and, and, you know, running and getting exercise and all of that and getting sun and fresh air. Mm -hmm. But, you know, generations now are so stuck, so glued to social media and so glued to the dopamine that they get from likes and comments. For sure. And and I think, you know, to, to that point, like the expectation and the need for instantaneous gratification today is less than it's ever been. Um, yeah. I, th- I think that's literally running the scripts that are going on in so many people's minds about not just what they want and expect in terms of getting information, but even in like life and in relationships, it's like, we want it okay. now. We want it now. And this idea that patience is a virtue, I think is something that's, that's really um, being tested right now. Mm, <laughs> among yeah the millennials in this country. Oh God. Yes. <laughs> it is so true. So true. We want everything now. We can just like order an Uber with like yeah. <laughs> with yeah. the press of a button. We can order food with the press of a button and like we have it now. And right. you know, like you said, it's that also we create this dependency on mm-hmm. that validation that we get through likes. And we think that that's love. We confuse it with right. love and it, that's right. not actual love, you know, and, and it's just social media. It's just social media. It's, it really doesn't go that much deeper. Um, and it's a wonderful tool, you know, sure. don't get me wrong. Like social media has been such a great tool in like building our businesses as mentors, as coaches and other people as well. And, and just spreading information and, and connecting with other people from around the world. But there is also so much um, on the downside of it that if we're not careful, it can really be detrimental to our mental health. And even if you're conscious, you know, yeah. like comparison yeah. is kind of inevitable when you're constantly exposing your consciousness to snapshots of, you know, 20, 30, 50, 100 people's lives during any given day. Totally. Um, and which, they're highlight reels at that, you know, and most it, of the time it's the highlight reel. It's like manufactured images of what people choose to portray, obviously. Of and course. Yeah, of course. It's just... Not only is it not real life, but it it just it paints a glorified picture of life that I think um, we subconsciously cling to. And it it makes us keep reaching and pushing for this image of perfection, which, guys, it doesn't exist like the perfect life doesn't exist. Mm -hmm. It's all about presence in the now moment. And I think social media takes you out of your now moment if you're not careful. Yes, 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 Michael. Thank you. Thank you for sharing mm. that. Absolutely. It's all about the now moment. I'm quoting that. I love that. That's so true. And like you said, you could be really conscious, but you you could still fall for that. You know, I fall for that all the time. Um, and I fall for comparison all the time, too. And I'm like, oh, you know, like, I, I could be doing more with my life right now, like that person, like, you know, and you yeah. start to really compare your path with someone else's. And that's not the way it is because we all have specific timelines that we're running and no, no two timelines are the same. No two soul purposes and paths are the same. Uh, We just, we really have to be cautious when we, when we're scrolling Mm -hmm. and when we're, when we're looking at other people's lives. Um, And I think I I also wanted to add, I think like 
one of the good parts I feel about social media now it's that I do see people being more honest on there mm-hmm. um, and showing more about who they are. Like slowly, little by little, I feel like we're moving out of the age of illusion and of course into the age of um, truth. And, you know, if we, we want to talk, we want to get that deep, the age of Aquarius, you know, where we are moving into an age of, um, consciousness and unity mm-hmm. and understanding and, and just authenticity, you know, and I'm really happy about that because I'm like, yes, <laughs> this is what I want. You know, this is the kind of life we all want to want to live in. We all want to feel seen and heard and supported. And I think this game of living in the illusion is like dying out because it doesn't make sense anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it doesn't feel good either. And I think no. people are awakening to that reality. Yeah. Um, I I was having a really interesting conversation with a a good awakened male friend of mine a couple months ago, and he was like, he was like, "Do you think that anxiety and depression existed like two or three generations ago?" And we both thought about it, and we were like, "I don't think it did. At least in the same way that that, that this does. Yeah. That we're all feeling it, right? And like, right. I do think the the tech explosion and in, in the internet." has been probably the chief kind of uh, contributor to this rise, this spike that we've seen um, with anxiety rates. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. A hundred percent. And it's just it like my, even I, I talked to my therapist the other day and, and I told her that I brought that up too. And she was like, yeah, it's, it's nuts. And she's like, and I think, you know, of course, anxiety and depression in the past, it looked differently, you know, for, yeah. for past generations and it was for different reasons. But um, this like social media is definitely triggering a lot of our anxiety and depression at the root yep. of it is that the overwhelming sense of there's so much going on and there's also a sense of FOMO. There's a sense of like, if I'm not going on social media, I am missing out. Yeah. There's a sense of fear of like, if I take a social media detox, something's going to happen yeah. on social media and I'm not going to see it, you know? And it's like, and e- even I get that fear sometimes for sure. Yeah. And Me it's too. Crazy. Yeah. It's yeah. crazy that we, that we've programmed ourselves to, to fall into that. Let me, let me ask you a quick question too. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. yeah go for um, it. Do you feel like gender plays a role in um, the way that one might be affected by social media? Um, and hopefully we can both kind of speak on this, but like from a woman's perspective, do you think that, or I guess, how are you, how have you witnessed within yourself, like being impacted, affected, triggered, or just otherwise moved by what you see other, other divine feminines doing online? Yeah. So this is something I've had to work on for sure. Yeah. And um, I, I do believe that women, we definitely get a little bit more triggered there's definitely more, um, more competition, or at least, I mean, I'm not sure how it is for men, but for women, it definitely feels more on the physical sense, like, oh, she's prettier, she has a better right. body, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. She has a bigger butt, you know, stuff mm-hmm. like that. And it's like, mm-hmm. oh, well, look at me, I don't feel good enough. I don't feel pretty enough. So I think there's a lot centered around physical beauty that women feel triggered by. Um, and in my personal experience, I think for me, I, I really dealt with this a lot years ago. I, um, I started off, you know, I was like 18, 17, 18. And I, I started off modeling around that age. And I think, you know, I, I definitely fell into that trap of like wanting to be the prettiest girl in the room, you know, and like um, going into a casting or an audition and 
feeling that sense of competition of like, I'm going to get this because I'm prettier because I'm better, mm-hmm. you know, and that's, that's kind of the program that was running in my head for a very long time. And so as the years went on, you know, at like 21, 22, um, when I had my first awakening, that was kind of that shift that I had of looking at other people and thinking, why do I, you know, why do I need to compare myself? Everyone is beautiful the way they are. Uh, everyone has what they need because that's their path. And it's okay. It's okay for, for me to not have what that person has. If anything, that's an expander in my life. It's someone that I can look at and be like, wow, you're an inspiration. You motivate me. I want that. And I'm, I'm going to get it. And it's going to come at my own time, you know, and if it is meant for me, and if, if not, then something else will come <laughs> my way. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I do believe that um, gender does play a role for sure. Uh, as a woman, I can, I can totally speak on that and say that I've dealt with it in the past. And it's definitely not what it used to be. Uh, but I think it's something that always there's always more healing to do with that it's it's never ending and when we can see it for what it is then it's not as threatening you know Mm. yeah yeah that's really powerful yeah thanks michael for sure yeah and it's you know and and i'm sure that a lot of women definitely feel that way and agree as well or if they if they aren't able to articulate it as clearly as what you just shared i think they definitely feel it in their gut you know yeah, 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 totally. Yeah. And what do you think about with like with men on, on that end? Yeah, I find myself now kind of reflecting a little bit more deeply than I guess I ever really have on it from from a social media perspective. But mm. I think with guys, it's a little bit different in that kind of the, the main things that guys tend to look at and compare are definitely like um, money or the mm. appearance of wealth. Yeah. Uh, and, and then obviously, I think body as well, but there's always going to be a guy out there who's posting um, pictures in which he looks bigger than you or more right. ripped than you. Um, right, right. <laughs> or with a, a better, cooler looking car or bigger house than you, you know, right. and I even follow, you know, <clears throat> I follow guys out in the space who are really doing big things in the entrepreneurial world, right. many of whom are very aware. Um, and have no problem sharing and showcasing the things that they've built and achieved, which is amazing. But, you know, for me being somebody that's still on that ascending path and working towards, uh, you know, complete health, wealth, financial freedom, and, and all of those things. Again, like I even find myself, like you said, kind of saying, man, what is he doing right that I'm not doing? Yep, exactly. Exactly. So it's yeah. present. It, it really yeah. is present. It is. Yeah. And, you know, I, I also, you know, I thought about this the other day, actually, I had this thought and I'm like, damn, social media is a really good place to do shadow work. You know what I mean? It's like, it really is a place to look at your own stuff when it comes up and you're like, oh, damn, like I have that. That's the insecurity that's coming up for me. Then <laughs> what's going on there? You know, because it's never about other people. It's always about ourselves and what we're carrying within right. and our own insecurities, our own shadows. So when we could see that and we can like acknowledge it and accept it, that's powerful because that's how we move forward. That's how we heal. And, you know, that's how we inspire others to do the same and how we, you know, ultimately raise the vibration of this planet, um, which is the goal. But yeah, I, I think that there's just, there's so, there's so much that goes into that. And um, I think there's a lot of power in admitting that sometimes you might just scroll mm-hmm. and compare yourself. Because I think there's a lot of people, you know, I think in the past I used to feel 
really insecure about even admitting that like oh yeah I feel jealousy towards someone but I don't want to say it yeah you know or and you know there's so much shame around that but the more we keep that taboo the you know the, the the worse it is for us and for everyone else around us for sure for sure thank yeah. you for for acknowledging that too let me let me go down this this rabbit hole for one yeah, second go for it go because for you it. you mentioned something that's really interesting about insecurities i do believe that um if it's not already happening you know i mentioned the algorithms and kind of the way platforms work on the back end i do believe they are literally tailor-made for each of us individually i think they're run by ai i know that i know that they are um but i I also think they're literally meant to trigger you and to evoke your insecurities but then also to play Mm. off of them so if we subscribe to this idea that's out there in, in the awakening space about the eventual kind of connection of human consciousness to ai or to this giant you know uh brain or mind in the cloud somewhere and you know if if like i don't think it's out out of the realm of possibility that our smart devices can pick up on our thing to us so to speak yeah definitely Um, not yeah (laughs) i agree there is a there's a general awareness if not among humans out there by the ai and the algorithms that run these platforms that it's very aware of of the things that you like and the things that like they know how long you look at a picture or if you zoom in on a picture and where you zoom in on that picture, right? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Like the, exactly. these things are, are becoming more known by these platforms and that's what they're going to target with you, target you. Yes. With. Yes. Wow. Wow. Thank you for sharing that perspective because, mm. oh my goodness, absolutely. And I, I completely agree. I completely agree that it's absolutely, absolutely run by AI for sure. For sure, there's a lot of that. And, you know, we're moving into this new era. And that's like one of the things that I feel um, there's so much danger to that, <laughs> you know, uh, that us accepting that is like, is, it's pretty, it's a pretty dangerous route <laughs> to go yeah. down. Um, but yeah, I, I, I definitely agree that there's so much trigger on social media. And sometimes I like, I wonder, like, why are certain, th- why do certain things come up, you know, and like, yeah. it's almost like you intuitively know. Like, what's going on here? There's like a connection here. Mm-hmm. So I oh, agree yeah. with that. I totally agree with that. And I see where you're coming from, Michael, for sure. For sure. For sure. That's a deep, that's a deep perspective. Let me, let me process that one. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. We'll yeah, see. Sure. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's a lot, um, you know, there's a lot that can be unpacked with, with the the age of social media and the anxiety that we carry for sure and I think learning how to set those boundaries is important and actually following through with them Mm -hmm. and knowing and being aware of what you're what you're what's what's coming up on your feed what you're feeling in the moment that you're seeing something um you know and that's that's a lot it's a lot to take in it's overwhelming it really like it'll it it, it shapes um, it, it shapes your disposition I think and it, it will start to kind of at least impact your personality in the way that yeah. you carry yourself and show up yeah especially in person like you know over the last two years we've all been in quarantine for the most part right. um, for a lot of people even getting on a Zoom call feels very intimidating yeah and so I think that's another byproduct of this. Uh, sort of out of touch digital age and, yeah. and mix, mix that with quarantine and everything. And suddenly in person feels uh, uh, 
a little bit scary to some people. Oh my God. Yeah. And, and getting used to being out in public again around people that just fuels social anxiety. Right. Cause it's almost right. like you're relearning how to connect with others face to face, which is very yeah. different from connecting on social. You're so right about that. Yes. And I have yeah. felt that way. I have felt like, Oh my God, I, I want to go places. I want to do things, but there's something in me that's like fearful almost mm-hmm. of like speaking to people and energetically picking up on people and stuff like that. Cause I'm so sensitive to energy and I'm like, I don't know if I want to be around others right now. Like, <laughs> and it's like, you really start going down this rabbit hole of like, Oh my God, why can't I just connect with another person face to face? Yeah. Why am I so afraid all of a sudden, all of a sudden I used to love doing that. So I totally agree. I think we've gotten so accustomed to um, this, this sense of like non-commitment on social media and having so many, so many options, so many possibilities happen on social media that there's really no need for us to connect in person. Right. Which to me, you know, in-person connection is, is everything. Like I always like this past year I've had, I've had trouble working out at home because I miss my in-person workout classes. Yeah. You know, and it's like, oh, like I've, I've done it. I've worked out at home. But at the same time, it's like I miss that. I miss that mm-hmm. energy in the room. I miss mm-hmm. being able to, even though I'm in the back of a class, but still it's the idea of being with other people and like-minded souls as well. Right. And I think us empaths, we definitely yeah. long for that interpersonal connection, yeah. even if it's it's been dimmed a little bit over the last couple of years as a result of what's been going on in the world. Right. You know, and I know for me, I'm I'm striving for it probably even uh, more deeply right now than I ever have. But I also think it's it's helped me realize why I don't really fuck with a lot of people and my yeah. circle's really really small. Yeah, And I, I definitely think COVID kind of exaggerated that to me is like, you don't need anybody. Um, yeah. Double down on brand, double down on business. Uh, you know, definitely. the only thing that that's really kind of been a difficult road to navigate for me has been trying to remain open to dating and uh, keeping my heart. It's weird kind of time that we're yeah. living in. So right. it's kind of a whole other topic, but I don't know if you want to go on that tangent. <laughs> oh my God. I'm like super open to that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and that's a big thing too of of dating and social social media and apps and all that stuff you know yeah for sure yeah no totally share that michael like what's on your heart with that what do you feel um comes up for that with that topic yeah i've, I've tried to be really vulnerable and vocal about this i posted a podcast episode um and a youtube video and mm. really have kind of touched on this in, in a couple different pieces of content but you know, I think that, and I want to hear your perspective too. I, I've okay. been able to connect with several other uh, divine masculines um, right. over the last couple of years. And we, we all have, have kind of shared with one another or they've right. shared with me um, to validate and confirm my own experience and my own suspicion that it is just so much different. Um, especially right. than our parents' generation or even uh, what we have been used to when it comes to trying to meet people. Oh, yeah, um, for sure. And, like, I'm busier than I've ever been right now. My, I'm in my purpose. I'm focused. I'm really, really motivated to, to do what I want to do and, and achieve what I want to achieve. But, of course, um, next to every great man is a great woman, and I'm 29. Right. Like, I have a more refined vision than I've ever had on that. And I've come to find, Yasmin, that 
you know, social media is just such a finicky, mm-hmm. difficult place to mm-hmm. really manifest that. Um, yeah. Even while doing inner work, even looking for somebody who's conscious. Yeah. Um, and I'll be so transparent. You know, there's been several times that I've actually met up with people that has involved right. flying, um, either me or them. And, you know, like it, it just, there's so many different aspects of, of shadow and of self right. and uh, right. of communication that has been really tested for me. And I do think others can relate to this, but it's just, it's not an easy world to play in. No, 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 for sure. And I love that what you said about, you know, past generations, like our parents and how they were able to meet and how yeah. they had relationships. I feel like nowadays with social media, um, there's like, like I mentioned before, there's so many options out there and everyone right. wants to keep their options open. No one really wants to commit to someone for the long right. run. And that, I feel like that's one of the biggest issues is like that, that, that idea of like, you can't really commit, you know, like yeah. people don't want to commit and even, you know what I mean? And no yeah. matter what, there's, always, there's also this sense of fear on, on, on your end to commit to someone because you don't know what they're about. Because again, you're only seeing their highlight reel. You're only seeing what they're choosing to, to share and show, you know? So that, I think that that's another part too of social media. It's tricky because people could put on a facade. People could put on a face. People can say that they're this and they're that, but are they really, you know, like, are they actually in integrity with what they're saying, with what they're sharing? And you won't know that until you see someone in person and you meet with them and you connect with them. Right. Speaking of transparency on social media, (laughs) we got to let the audience know we got cut off, but all good. All good. I don't even remember where I was. I was just kind of going on a rant, Michael. (laughs) uh, So I was having a lot come in as you were speaking. I think that it is very anxiety inducing, right? When you, when you open yourself to trying to meet somebody in that space um, and the fear is just, it's, it's natural when you don't know where the other person is coming from. You don't know how serious they are. You don't know so many things about how, where, where they're at and what's the incentive for anybody when, you know, it's possible to meet everybody, you Mm -hmm. know, it's just, Mm -hmm. it's, it can be a very fear inducing anxiety riddled um, battlefield. If you, you know, sure. if you, if you're open to it. Yeah, for sure. And I think it also gets you into this mindset of like competing with others for, for someone, you know, of like, right. oh, you know, I, I want that person, but other people want that person. You know what I mean? It's like a sense of, it, it really, like, your ego starts getting in the game. It does. And, and I think that that's one of the major problems. Whereas where if you're connecting in person with someone, um, it's different you know, like you, you totally get to see them for who they are. You get to see their intention. You get to see if they're in integrity energetically too. There's, there's something to say when you're, when you're meeting someone in person, it's completely different, right? completely different from connecting with them on social. So uh, yeah, it just, it it is a a really difficult world, (laughs) a difficult playing field. I think just for our audience, you know, having kind of been through this, this kind of gauntlet, uh, which is what it's felt like in a, in a way for me over the last few years. Um, one thing that I would share with you is if you're serious and whether it's dating, whether it's your brand or your business, 
Um, one thing I've learned is just get on the phone with people as quickly as possible. Get on FaceTime. Um, you know, for me, whether it's on Instagram or heck, even if it's a dating app, my goal is always to um, create value that is face to face with that person as quickly as possible and yeah. really, really get a feel for their energy and where they're coming from. Ask the hard questions and don't be afraid to put yourself out there um, and share what you really need. Yeah. Yeah, Michael, I love that. And asking the hard questions, that's a good one because there's so much fear around that. But when we do that, you know, it filters yeah. out the people that aren't meant to be for us. For sure. You know, and, sure. it, and it helps us understand ourselves more and that person. So I think that that's a really big step uh, in the right direction and just having the courage to do so, because I know it's scary to put yourself it, out there, but it's worth it. It is. But to me, it feels scarier, you know, meeting up with somebody, for instance, without having ever FaceTimed with them, like yeah. the, the anxiety that feels like it's inherent in that type of a situation is is so scary and like you said if somebody can't get on facetime with you do you really want them as your client or do you yeah. really want to go and, and meet up with that person as a potential mate uh, exactly. for me the answer is definitely no <laughs> yeah yeah totally exactly and and definitely a red flag you know yeah um and and i would totally say the same for me it's like that's a red flag of anyone not like whether it's a colleague or a, or a, a partner or a, a client whoever it is Yep. Um, but if they're not willing to create that connection face to face before, uh, before anything, before continuing that relationship, then yeah, mm-hmm. that's, that's, that, that could definitely go down the wrong route. So, um, being aware of that is really, really important. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh man, Michael, that was, that was good. This conversation has been good. This has been a really good one. Like we're, <laughs> we're on fire down all the rabbit holes. That's for sure. Um, yes. And, you know, we'll definitely continue to do so. We'll, we'll plan to do another, another episode for sure, because I feel like there's just so much to talk about. Um, but I just wanted to say thank you for taking the time to come on here, to share your knowledge, to share your light, to, you know, to share your heart with my audience, with the world, because um, it makes a big difference. So, yeah, thanks for doing that. You're so welcome. And thank you for having me. And guys, look, we're, we're navigating kind of an unsailed sea in so many different respects. I know that we feel very alone, especially over the last couple of years, but I promise you are not as cliche as it is. Um, message either of us anytime. Yes. Always we're, here. We're, we're always here. Exactly. Always. I love that. I love that, Michael. Thanks for, thanks for saying that. And, you know, before we, we sign off, like, just tell the audience where they can find you if you have any like coach offerings right now or anything exciting that is happening in your life. Just share it all. I do. Thank you. Yes, yeah. you can find me at New Earth Knowledge or at MJ Becker on Instagram, yep. newearthknowledge.com as well. And yes, I just got my new online course, it's a six week program. Yes, I'm love super it. excited about that is up on my website and in my link tree. Um, and always bringing qualified individuals with whom there's an energetic match into my personal one-on-one coaching world as well. So hit me up if that resonates. Beautiful. Yay. Thank you, Michael. <laughs> Amazing. Hopefully you'll get some people on here. <laughs> that would be super interested in, in joining that. That sounds awesome. Um, yeah. So thanks again, Michael, for coming on and we'll definitely talk soon.
Thanks for your leadership, Yasmin. Awesome to connect. Bye. hope you enjoyed this episode. Please share this with someone you love and don't forget to subscribe. If you're interested in coaching with me, find me on Instagram at Yasmin Elsmore. Make sure to also follow Humanity Feels on Instagram for daily inspiration and conscious conversations. Love always, Humanity Feels.